straight heads, wax heads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans, high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head. Because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit presented by Greenlight is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening, and their transference of wisdom from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others, to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with a three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jodie Cooper and Pauline Mensa. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. I'm telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand. Live bands absolutely shredding. DJs kicking us into the night. Fucking out there, we'll be dancing. And a good old-fashioned send, because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. The inaugural Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat. Pray. Cone. Yes, shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies, swamis, shamans and snake oil salesmen. <laughs> Welcome to this Swellness All-Stars extravaganza where we hear from the full gamut of uh, just characters, artists, healers, um, dancers, cacao, ceremonial preachers in the works, uh, whatever else we've got going on at the festival. This was actually my favorite of all the promo stuff we've done. Mm. I just fucking was so buzzing after chatting to all these characters. We, we've done it back to back to back over the mm. course of one day and holy shit. It just kind of really rammed home what we've created here and how fucking off-tap, intimate, and energizing this weekend's going to be. Mm. Man, be there or be a fucking lousy square cunt. <laughs> it's been a fucking great week, Smithy. Like, uh, you know, you and I sit here and we talk a lot about surfing and we can talk about that till the cows come home and we will do forever, Swellians. We're not going anywhere. The surf core fucking... Show that you've uh, come to know and love will we'll be here every day for the rest of your lives, whether you like it or not. But this whole Swellness Summit 
has just been aimed at fucking making your lives better. Like, that's all we're trying to do. And if you can't get to it, like, these little windows can still do the same thing. Like, you can still gain just a little bit of an insight uh, in what the power of what these uh, experts, sharers, experienced, you know, spirit warriors are going to be offering. But they're just people, man. They've, they're all people who went through some sort of hard time. They're, they're people who love the ocean. They're people who grew up in towns just like you did. But they've just made these, like, simple little fucking tweaks to their lives. They're so small, Smivy. And, like, that's what I really got out of this is just how quickly you can turn, you know, like something that feels a bit hopeless or lost or just confusing even, you know, like waking up in the morning going, fuck, why am I doing this or where am I going? Well, man, these are the people who have the tools to help you get clarity. And it might not be depression. You might not have anxiety. You might not necessarily feel like that doesn't like relates to you or not. But I'm telling you, these practices, man, will make your life better. Doesn't matter what scale you're on or where you're from, these little tricks give you clarity, help with your daily life, and fucking they'll keep those fucking black dogs at bay, man. A hundred percent. I mean, not only are we canvassing the full array of DIY healing modalities and mechanisms mm. for the healthy normals out there, this is going to be the most fucking galactic experience of psychonauts, cosmonauts, <laughs> core lords, disc jockeys, yeah. musos, and uh, just, you know, some of the all-time surfing greats. I mean, fuck, I'm just fizzing to get down there. I can't mm. wait to get down there. I mean, for 250 bucks, it's a fucking steal, dude. It's a, a packet of shit cocaine. Uh, so, you know, come, come and invest in good mental health for you and your community. And that 250 bucks goes a long way. You're paying for fucking local and not even local, just battlers from all up and down the East Coast to get there. You know, it might be housing commission kids, that, you know, just people who really fucking mm. need this. Um, you're paying for them to be there. So don't forget that, you know, it's a small price to pay and you're investing, uh, you're investing in good health in the community and the mm. spread of a message, the spread of a, a grassroots empowerment that's going to fucking hopefully rid us of this reptilian logic that's mm. governing this horseshit fucking system. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well said. All right, well, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the only other thing is um, people have been asking, you know, are, are you going to be, is it just all sort of like focused on these workshops and stuff? No, man. No. We're doofing. We're fucking surfing. We're doofing. And whatever you're into, feel free to do it. Like We're not there to fucking police whatever choices you make. Yeah. We're only there to give you the fucking options to feel good about yourself no matter what you choose to do. So, you know, that's all it comes down to. And man, oh man, what a fucking collective, eh? Holy shit. Wait till you hear what you're about to hear. We're going to kick it off with Nui, one half of Digital Africa, one of the biggest fucking touring DJ acts on the planet, playing in Ibiza super clubs and elsewhere in Europe in the world, man. Like, this guy's fucking giant. It just so happens uh, he happens to be from over the hill in Bello. Mm. So, uh, I mean, cop this. This is a, a good place to start, and it just gets weirder and better as you take the journey. Take the trip with us, Swellians. Get down in the dirt. Backs on the ground with Smivy and Deadly. Fully in, fully out. Fully Let it go. Throughout the episode, we're going to be hearing some mad rhythms from the all-time bellow great selector, Millie. I'm joined here by Nui, aka one half of Digital Africa, mate. 
how are you and uh, where are you? Exceptional, back in the Melbourne city, uh, swimming around in the rains down here. Mate, the last time I saw you, uh, we were surfing Ulus and you were just about to fly out to some skits jungle dwarf in the Daintree uh, <laughs> rainforest in North Queensland or something. How was that? Yeah, there was uh, river crossings, uh, crop crossings and all kinds of uh, wild animals and strange creatures up in the jungles. Uh, but we brought the party. It was amazing, actually, just north of the Daintree in uh, the rainforest area south of Cooktown. Wow. Um, spent a week up there and head back down to Melbourne. Yeah, did Sydney on the way. And uh, pretty excited about Swellfest coming up. <laughs> That's right. The inaugural Swellness Health and Wellbeing Summit. Man, can you give us a bit of uh, a rundown of the, the journey of Digital Africa and how this came about? I understand uh, you grew up in Bellingen on the mid-north coast here where you introduced to surfing and uh, you're of African ancestry. And when did the musical journey really take hold? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, Orangians, as you said, uh, my father's Ghanaian, Moroccan, my mother's Australian. I grew up on the northeast coast, you know, always been connected to the ocean. My mother was kind of involved in like surf lifesaver and a body surfer. And when we moved up the coast from Sydney, you know, I was always just exposed to like fishing and surfing from like a real young age and music. So, you know, later in life, I went back to Western North Africa started to study traditional music and drumming and I guess touching back in with the roots. And, you know, I just, I'm kind of, I suppose, growing up here, enjoying electronic music and hip hop music and dance music, it just seemed natural for me at one point to kind of incorporate those two elements. And that's kind of what Digital Africa is. It's like traditional African music combined with electronic dance music. Um, you know, brought together for the dance floor. It's, it's dance music and celebration music. Um, and been pretty well received. We just got nominated for an AMP Award, which is the Australian Music Prize. Sick. You know, along with uh, Midnight Oil and Keith Sutherland and a bunch of other. So, you know, it should be a shoe in. Yeah, fucking that no. Man, that, that Garrett dude, he's a has-been dude. He's a <laughs> So yeah, that's a bit of the background on Digital Africa. You know, off the back of that, I've been doing a lot of touring on my own, DJing and just like collecting music from around the world. I just came back from a, another journey to North Africa, working with some great musicians there for a new uh, kind of more like jazz and traditional oriented album, which will be coming out next year, Twilight Commission. Um, from there, we did linked up with Simon Darrington, which is the other half of Digital Africa. And we did um, some shows in Ibiza with, uh, we're signed to Carl Cox's label, Awesome Soundwaves. Wow. So he invited us for his kind of residency opening at DC 10, which is a crazy kind of like super club under the airport in Ibiza, kind of, you know, planes flying over and 4,000 people going mad. Jesus. Uh, so that was a pretty fun summer. We also did Italy and Germany on that trip. And then, yeah, I went head straight to Bali where, you know, it was great meeting up with you and all the kind of surf crew and uh, caught the end of that, like, great swell. Fuck, it was cooking over yeah, there, wasn't epic. it? Holy shit. It was, it was. No, it's uh, deadly here, mate. Um, obviously, you know, going from Ibiza straight into the heart of Dungati country, uh, Crescent Head. Is it a place that you've been to before and have you uh, dropped fat, fucking thick beats uh, in this zone before? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, this will be my first performance at Crescent Head for sure. Mental. Um, yeah, I haven't been to too many Crescent Head doof parties as yet or anything. Oh, party. there's a couple but, uh, out there, mate. Don't worry about that. But uh... but, it ha- but it has been uh, on my surf map, you know, from a young age even. We used to do a lot of that kind of cruising up the coast in mum's uh, HJ Holden and, mm. you know, stopping it in all the surf breaks between Sydney and, you know, Coast Harbour, Bellingen area where I spent a lot of my uh, – so, yeah, it's very familiar territory. Great. Um, I love that. Whenever, it's funny, like I've traveled and lived overseas a lot. And whenever I think of Australia and I think of home, immediately that stretch of coastline like pops into my head. And like mm. that's where I feel most in touch and at home, uh, connected to country in this country. Yeah, man. Yeah. But I, I actually, uh, my old man lives on the... Uh in the valley that runs sort of uh, parallel to the Bellingen Valley. So, you know, over in, um, uh, it's called Girilong, which is, uh, there's actually an old road that you can take from way out the back around the back to Bellow. But yeah, I'm the same as you, man. That's That, that zone is is so special. And um, I, I just think that, you know, what you're going to bring to this Swellness Summit could be the real heartbeat, mate. It could be like the proper underlying throbbing fucking energy that we need to just send this thing to another planet no sounds galactic i'm really looking forward to it i think just meeting you guys well jed in in bali and um just hearing i guess some of the concepts and ideas around i guess uh yeah wellness i guess after the lockdowns as well as just kind of uh, you know, uh, a different outlook on, I guess, surf culture, it seemed to me, and like a different, a bit of a uh, left turn and, you know, what is up and coming and new as far as uh, where, I guess, health, lifestyle and surf culture meet. Well said, man. Perfectly said. Uh, that's exactly right. And, mate, it would also be remiss of me not to mention that you're a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, you're not just a, a DJ um, and, and you'll be playing as part of the Swellian experience, I believe. <laughs> Our super group. Yes. I have heard some of the members of uh, Band of Frequencies and I think some other Hell Legends uh, spearheaded, I think, by Adam. Um yeah, I'm joining that jam, I believe, on the inaugural night, right? On Friday night. That's right, the, yes. The, the swell for us jam session. Yeah, make sure you get there early, Swellians. The Friday night is going to peak. Ice baths and Wim Hof straight into some indigenous dance with Wanigar. And uh, then the Swelling experience takes the stage. And then Nui DJing after that is going to be a fucking old-fashioned romper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, mate, no, we're so psyched to have you coming. It's going to be unreal. No, I'm really excited to uh, join you guys there. And, you know, I'm going to do the road trip, like old school. Fuck get the man. van out and drive up from Melbourne, Sydney and out to Crescent. So, you know, check out a few surf spots on the way. And, yeah, man, it's kind of a bit of a back to the motherland region. Um yeah, south coast, north coast, and then I actually heading straight on up to Stradbroke Island for another event as well the following weekend. Mantle. And then fly back to Melbourne on the Monday. Mantle. Fuck yeah, what an itinerary. Oh, dude, frothing. All right, we'll let you go, but uh, thanks so much for your time and can't wait to see you for a fucking dance, mate. <laughs> a dance and a surf, sounds That's like, it, yeah, bro. the best of it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it.
James Trantor, our inaugural Swellness Health and Wellbeing Summit Wim Hof Director, instructor even, mate. Um, can you give us a bit of an insight into the breathing and ice bath protocol you'll be running at the event? Sure, mate. Uh, to start with, I love Wim Hof Director. I think that's great. Um, I'll take that. <laughs> so, yeah, the, so the Wim Hof Protocol for the breath work basically is we do a series of like big circular breaths. You know, we work the nervous system up, we get active. And then we do these extended breath holds in, uh, after doing the over-breathing. And so we, we bring ourselves right up into this kind of active, um, stimulated state, <clears throat> which allows us to hold our breath for a long time. And so why would you want to do that? Basically, after stretching ourselves out in this direction of doing the over-breathing and then doing the under-breathing, the body starts to really adapt to that, um, to that stimulus. Like the the up and then the down and afterwards what happens is you create this really calm space of relaxation all these things happen in the physiology of the body and it's really just a beautiful experience like people can get a little high on their own supply um they generally feel themselves into their body in ways that they might not have before and it just kind of creates this like powerful calm energy and then after that we'll do the ice bars which is kind of like if you think of the breath work as the clearing then the ice bars is the space where you really come into that power. You, you kind of, you can let go of any of the shit that you've accumulated and just surrender it into the bath. And then the cold comes in to heal you. And then you get out just feeling like you can take on the world. So it's a really great way to start a day. Um, I think it'd be awesome for the, the summit to have some, a whole army, a community of people who are feeling awesome in the morning. Amazing, man. And in terms of uh, the proven scientific benefits, can you give us a, a bit of a, an understanding of some of the research behind these methods? Sure. So <clears throat> the big thing is, like, I think mental health. Um, so that's that's a huge thing for people who really pick up the Wim Hof method and run with it. I think it really brings people into their body. So when you're doing the breath work and the ice bath, they're both like, geez, someone's beeping, um, they're both really like active activities, you know, the over-breathing, the breath holds, are, and they're kind of stretching the nervous system out. And then the ice bath, as you can imagine, is like quite a, a big activity. It's like it's, it brings a lot of sensation into the body. So what we're really doing is we're using the body's capabilities um, to kind of, I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, we're like we're bringing a lot of sensation and physiological stress into the body so that we get out of our heads and into our body. And afterwards, people just feel like absolutely amazing from that um, experience. But there's like a cascading effect from doing that. And especially with the ice baths and also the breathing is like we most people have a little bit of chronic inflammation. Um, maybe they're overworked. This is like inflammation of the mind. And doing the ice bath is this practice. That is, it's quite an intense practice. But when you surrender into it, afterwards you feel this real peace of mind so it's like the overwhelming sensation in the body forces your brain to come into your body to sense what's going on to surrender to it and then once that happens and the body takes over um it just creates this kind of euphoria like a lot of people who don't really know like um who they are for lack of a better way of putting it like sometimes people come out of the breathwork and they go oh i think i just felt myself whatever the hell that is like I just I'm present I feel like I'm here like 
I had a, a lady come once who had like a shark bite on her on her foot. And so there's a lot of scar tissue down there and she didn't have much feeling in there. But after she did the breath work, like the tingling that happens from the breath work, um, she was like, oh, I can actually feel my foot for the first time since that happened. Um, so it's like, I can go on a rant about this for ages, but mm. the main things are like <clears throat> the mental health thing. So people who have anxiety and depression, that's like a major thing that the Wim Hof method really um, kind of puts a pin in because you're really in your body while you're doing these activities. Then there's things like inflammation. So people have chronic inflammation diseases, maybe like Crohn's or stomach problems um, and even higher up stuff like motor neuron diseases, arthritis, psoriasis. Because we're bringing up adrenaline in the body, um, the inflammation comes right down. It's kind of like a, an opposite end mechanism. So when the adrenaline comes up, the inflammation comes down. So even if you have back pains or aches and pains in the body, it um, it brings those things down. So it's like the, the classic, like after sport, people do the ice baths or like for recovery. And there's a reason for that. It just really, it brings down those, those little kind of niggling aches and pains in the body. Um, it's great just to sleep. Um, because what we're doing is stretching the nervous system out and you feel really relaxed afterwards. Quite often we get in our heads and we don't actually have physical modes to relax us. So when we do these, you know, relatively intense breathing and ice baths, it actually sets the body to like a really nice, what they call homeostasis. So the heart rate relaxes, um, the blood pressure is nice. Like everything is in this really great um, mode for relaxing us afterwards. And working out the cardiovascular system, so with the ice baths, you're opening and closing all those veins that don't normally get a workout, and the the organs flush with blood. Everything kind of gets this, like the metabolism builds up. Everything's really active. Um, so it kind of brings the body into maybe a survival mode, but only for a short amount of time. You know, you're in an ice bath for a couple of minutes, and when you get out, everything just feels really flush and active and kind of ready to go you get like a massive dopamine hit your metabolism spikes um all these awesome things happen so yeah i mean i kind of like no oh, you got a dog over there oh man he hates uh the sirens of ambulances he wigs out hey Dude, he got, needs to do some I've breath work, mate. Some sirens going off on my end. He's probably hearing them. Oh, really? We're getting sandwiched by sirens. He's in a state of chronic inflammation here. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just get him in the ice. Shut up. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, mate, look, that's, that's such a uh, such a nice walk through. Um, you know, basically the chemistry of, of what these things can do for you, the positive benefits of it. I just, uh, I know that you know, haven't been doing this for a little while. The pure absolute positive benefits that i've received from doing it and the crazy thing is instantly like the very first one i ever did james felt like a window into a better life like straight off the bat first time i tried it so i think there'll be a few people i hope there will be who are going to experience that for the first time yeah I absolutely love that. And that's what I see when people like they, they kind of come thinking about the ice bath. They're really nervous about that. Like, oh, I'm going to do an ice bath. They think about that all day. But you hit them with the breathing and they come out with this look on their eyes. They're like, what the fuck was that? That was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, like, I, I went off to another planet for a bit. And then, you know, that the ice baths, as you said, it's so instant. It's just like this forced zen meditation amazing feelings kind of like everything everywhere all at once you know and you get out and you're just like you you feel on top of the world and mm. it is hard work but it seems to lessen the workload 
when we all do it together. Has that been your experience of, of running these big group breathwork sessions? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Not so much like with the breathing, definitely because people, even just hearing other people breathing gives you permission to kind of open up and go for it. But with the ice baths, definitely a hundred percent because um, just seeing other people do the ice and just knowing that the person next to you is doing it and whatever's in your head, like, Oh, this really sucks they're doing it easy. What's going on with me is like, even sometimes though, that little bit of social proof that like other people are doing it, you can meet their eyes, you can relax each other. Um, and you're getting through something together afterwards. There's just this, this shared sense of euphoria and like kind of moving through something as a group. Like you just, people who've never met each other an hour before will do the breath work and then they'll start sharing about what's going on for them. And then they come out of the ice bars and it's all just high fives and hugs. And it's like this amazing thing that bonds us without having, there's no mental activity about it. You don't have to really like, like the look of the person next to you or the way they smell their clothing or anything. It's like once you've done this work together and you cracked wide open, everyone's just loving on each other. It's the best feeling. Sick. Yeah, that sick. sounds amazing, man. <laughs> that sounds the, the opposite of sick. Sounds healthy. It sounds like well-being. That's right. I mean, once all the shit's out of the way, which is just like stuff in our heads, like you, these practices really crack people open, you know, and that's, um, it creates community, love bonds, like you just, and you love yourself a bit. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, you, you can really start relying on yourself and your own capability when you use your body to do challenges like this. Um, and you really get a sense of who you are without all the, the story and all the crap we carry around. Mm. So, so powerful, man. I cannot wait for this. Going to be legendary. Sick, mate. All right. Well, uh, looking forward to seeing you, James. And uh, I'm sure all the Swellians who are listening are just absolutely psyched to jump in that ice bath and start doing the sucking in the deep ones with you, mate. Fully in. Let it go. <laughs> Fully in. Let it go. That's right. Fully in, guys. Let's do it. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. See you there, legend. Thanks, Heath. All right. Nineteen ninety three world champ Pauline Mansell. Uh, surely is, mate. <laughs> what were you doing on the beach this morning at the pass, naughty Pauls? Um, there's a new show for SBS called called Great Australian Walks. So it's for that show. Oh, you're, cool. You're not blowing out one of the Great Australian Walks, are you? <laughs> Kidding me? You got no respect, got a- these walkers. They're going to do Bondi, but then I said I wouldn't be there the time they were shooting. So they said, oh, well, you've been in Byron just as long, so we'll do you there. And I'm like, oh, you're going to accept me as a local? That ain't normally. <laughs> mm, classic. Hey, um, I just wanted to have a little quick catch up with you because since we – well, since Girls Can't Surf came out and then yeah. um, you sat down with Smivy and I and, and you did the rounds with, you know, all the promotion with the film and God, life has changed a little bit, eh? A lot of it's changed. Do you reckon? Has your life changed yeah. a bit? Like, I mean, it, oh it seemed God. like you were just never really 
getting a look in for the, all that you'd accomplished and the and the hard work that you put in. And and it seems like you know just yesterday I was listening to uh, conversations with on the ABC there and uh, got to relive your life story again, which was just far out, mate. One of the great Australian true grit battler yarns if ever there was one. Conversations with uh, Richard Fidler, aka Dick Fidler. Yeah, but one. I think it was uh, Sarah Chinoski. Yeah, Sarah did that one. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, how, how's it changed, Pauline? Like, what's been happening for you? Oh, it's been amazing. Like, I kind of feel like, even though I won the world title back then, I feel like I won it after Girls Can't Surf. Mm. Because I'm getting the recognition now. Long overdue. Like, yeah, so long overdue. And it's it's never ending, but the thing that keeps me going is, one, I don't work for every day <laughs> but um i got quite a few lovely messages of you know like you heard in that story about like someone who was suicidal and mm. another person who their kid went out and talked to the school about being gay and what are they doing for the gay kids and i keep getting messages like that and even after conversations i got more messages like that and so that has inspired me to just keep telling my story Mate, this and is... I guess because I because I um, partake in everything, I just keep getting asked for more and more and more. And like, even I just went to hang out with Sam and a friend today, and I went, "Oh, you know what? I've got too many things." There's like one after another. So, how uh, ironic is it, mate, that if you had been appreciated and tapped into as a former world surfing champion and used by like not used but celebrated by the uh, administration? With these stories, you could have been helping people for fucking three decades, mate. I know. Since well, your you world, know, world title. I mean, it's When madness. I was on TV sometimes for the, my arthritis, yeah. I used to get a lot of um, fan mail from people who had arthritis. Mm. But, but you couldn't get them. They were just so set in their ways about, you know, it was all the men, 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 and the blonde women, and that was it. Mate, I'm so glad those times have changed. And, and you know, like this this wisdom that you're imparting and sharing, like this is going to be the great thrill for us to be able to share this with uh, like-minded people or people who, you know, are looking forward to meeting you in the flesh at Swellness down at uh, Crescent there in the Dungutty country. So uh, we're just so stoked that you're coming down. Yeah, cool. I, I just thought, saw it and thought, oh, that would be just a ball. That would be so much fun. It's going to be so classic. I mean, what are some of the, the lessons that you'd like to impart on the, the generations coming up today? So for me, I'd really like to talk about giving back. So people aren't community-minded enough. Mm. And a very big way to good health is giving back. It's such a good point. So, I mean, yeah. the way our, our system is set up, it really encourages individualism. And uh, I don't think it's been for the betterment of our culture and our society, that's for sure. I mean, mental illness is at record rates. And a lot of that to do is, a lot of, a lot of that is to do with just disconnection uh, from community service, from communities in general. So I think that's oh, a great message. The nat- natural world, from, uh, you know, yeah, you know it's, sense it's of. Become a, people have become keyboard warriors. And they've all got a hell of a lot to say and a hell of a lot to whinge about, but they don't actually research what they're whinging about mm. or, or try and help what they're whinging about. People keep saying to me, oh, you're amazing. Like, you give back to the community, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like it's normal. Like, why are people saying such big deals about it? It's like, just do it. Like, spend an hour of your time. And I don't know, it's all mm. about the dollars. And I guess because I haven't had the dollars, I allow 
for that and mm. allow taking time out for helping others. I mean, that that's the karma of, of not having the dollars, being poor, I guess, is that you, you seek happiness in other ways. And, and those other ways, it turns out, tend to be more profound and long-lasting than, say, uh, you know, having the money to consume and to, to have your, your warded-off suburban McMansion and, and be this grand individual. It turns out that that is a, a largely miserable existence. Um, and a big message from this event that we're hoping to push is, you know, people will be paying, say, $250, $300. It's a very small spend considered considering the amount of positivity they're going to generate within themselves, the amount of connection they're going to get. Like, you just will not feel better ever in your life than after, um, you know, two and a half days of really ripping in together. Um, and not only that, the the people who are paying to come, they're also paying for others to come who can't afford it. So, um, yeah. we're really big on that, just reconnecting everyone in this really positive environment and creating just immense mental and physical health outcomes. Yeah, totally. No, it's important because, you know, like if people feel supported and that's basically you're creating that community and that's what I'm talking about, being community-minded and like, you know, you can run these things and like I looked at the price and thought it was fantastic. I'm like, oh yeah, finally something that's not ridiculous for everyone. You know what I mean? Like mm. people just charge so much for good health or well-being. And I know, it, you know, it costs a bit to run some of these things, but you know, become, yeah. to people become too much about profit. That's right. And, and you know, for us, this is just a means of giving back like we're not we obviously don't want to send ourselves bankrupt but at the same time um you know what we're really in this for is, is to leave a bit of a different imprint on our audience and and the community at large that is is something different to just pushing the same old fucking alcohol processed foods fucking gambling uh petrochemical companies you know we, we don't we i don't, think you've got everybody still not sure if they're all allowed to bong on and stuff <laughs> Oh, oh no, no, they can yeah. do that. Bob yeah. on. Oh, we'll Bob be doing on, that. Mate. Yes. No. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's all, a... everything in balance. The the yin and yang of life, of course. <laughs> hey, uh, as well as that the... was good. The film wasn't it? Oh, how good was it? Oh yeah. So uh, Pauline was obviously at the Jerry Lopez uh, premiere at Byron Bay that we went to the other night. Jerry was there. Stacy Perilta was there. Uh, we've got a an Stephanie episode. Gilmore was Steph there. Gilmore was there. Oh, that was a surprise. And um, but yeah, actually, well, that's a good point. Like, I mean, as well as the the community of of uh, you know people who are coming up to just share the space and, and get something out of this weekend, you're going to be with a lot of old mates, like a lot of your old community from uh, touring days. Tom Carroll will be there. Robbie Page will be there. Jody Cooper's oh, coming. Going, yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, when was the last time you Tripper. saw those guys? Have you got any good dirt you can spill on uh, some of those crew from your touring? Oh, days? how good is that going to be outing oh, him publicly? Oh, mate, just you when you come past just for a visit. Like I hadn't seen him forever. I finally found his surf shop. And he's taking me out of the back and going, oh, you need some wheatgrass. Get some wheatgrass. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then he's got, like, he's got these boxes out and look like a tip out the back of like styrofoam growing wheatgrass in styrofoam boxes still and I just cracked up. He hasn't Mate, changed really. How good is so that good. surf shop? It's classic. Yeah, he's got some amazing boards in there. He oh, does. Geez, an amazing smell. It smelled of that kind of that funny smell uh, I used to smell when my mum and her friends used to go out the back for cups of tea when I was a kid. You know that smell? <laughs> I don't know how to describe that smell, but it's familiar. Oh, I can't remember the smell, but um, yeah, he's, 
he's still looped as anything. Yeah. Oh, I can't can't wait. Are you looking forward to seeing all that crew? When was the last time you hung out with yeah, our Jodes? Um, well, Jodes I still see. We're going to actually go to the wave pool again together. I'm organising it for the 14th and 15th of November. So once once we've booked our um, surf sessions, then we're going to tell everyone we know, like just so it can maybe be a, a group again. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And boring. actually, um, yeah. when I uh, was, when I was, I think it was about in my 20s, Pauline, and I was coming back up to visit all my friends, uh, you and Jody were famous for the big dwarf parties in the region. So I'm just wondering, are you guys going to bring your glow sticks, your face paint, really centered on uh, dwarf night? Well, it's funny because I'm like trying to find out off Ben like what the campground's got and it's got no power and I'm like, oh, damn it, I can't bring this and can't bring that. Oh, no, we've got power for you. We'll make it work. No, but where you guys are, there is. Ah. But where we are, but oh, I just bought talking... a fan that at least runs on battery. Oh, I thought you were thinking of a little, uh, you know, after party kind of 80s world tour spec back at Pauline's campground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, we had some good times. But um, the other thing, getting back to community, and for me, another subject would be like, so because I've had, you know, lots of hours of ill health and not being able to get up and really do anything, um, just like enjoying the moment more. And that's why I was laughing when Jerry the other night was talking about, someone asked him about the surf and he goes, I don't even remember the last wave. That happens to me all the time because mm. you're just so in the moment and you're just enjoying it that you don't even like think about what you did on it. Totally. It's such a good like, point. People always go, oh, you did a couple of snaps on that wave. And I'm like, oh, I don't even remember what I did on that wave. Mm. And so I was really relating to him saying about enjoying the here and the now. So like, you know, I don't, I can be months where I don't even really go out. I just hang at home a lot. And um, I still am enjoying life. Like I still make the most of just gardening or I've always got lots of, you know, because I'm still fucking collecting shit, secondhand stuff and making stuff. I'm always making something, doing something. And, and um, again, like I was saying about giving back, I bought a caravan and I was just going to loan it straight to a flood victim. But then I realised that it had leaks and there was a few broken things. So I've just treated that as another little hobby of doing it up. Mm. And then by the time it's ready to go to someone, it will be the next flood here. <laughs> it's it's actually, it's funny, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, but I mean, all those hobbies, they they... They allow you to sort of um, still your mind, even though you're working while you're doing it. You're not sort of consumed by anything else. And that takes you to that place that Jerry's talking about in the water too, where you, you've got so much moving around you. But if you're completely in the moment, you can be perfectly still with that space. Yeah. And that's really that fine line between the yin and the yang where you find balance. Yeah, totally. And, it's and all- you know, like, I'd, like with my gardening, that just gives me so much joy and then I'm like getting more and more and more plants. And then every time I see on, there's a page called unconditional giving and receiving. And then when anyone's struggling or they're moving into a new home, I'm always offering free plants. Oh, what kind of plants? And and are you going to bring, are you going to bring some of these plants down to swellness? Can we ingest these plants? (laughs) No, but I do have friends that make mushrooms and pot cake. (laughs) Oh, well, invite them along. Complimentary ticket on the house. Uh, it's an interesting point too, just about you know being here and now. Like let's you know let's not 
uh, pretend we're not in a really terrifying time right now. Uh, you know, there's war, there's uh, the specter of climate change, there's, you know, an incredibly divided political spectrum. But I feel like that message of just enjoying each moment, the the luxurious nature of each moment, the, the bliss of, of each calm moment spent with uh, people that you love and, and who really light you up. I mean, I feel like right now, th- that is the best that we can hope for and really forever, uh, for all my, of eternity, my, that's, all, that's the best you can hope for. My ideal life is sitting in front of the fire doing absolutely nothing, just talking to friends. Like, And, you know, even when all this shit was going down, the news was on, I was getting all ang- anxious because, you know, being autoimmune compromised and that it was just chaotic. But then I just sit in the garden and turn that all off and just sit there and be happy as Larry. So just bringing it back to basics, I think, is so important. And you've just described exactly what a lot of swellness will be. Sitting in front of a fire with, you know, good people, like-minded people, and just sharing and connecting. Mm. Yeah, because for me, like, I didn't even really look at everything that you've got on. I just thought about fire and camping, you know, because for me that's so unwinding and relaxing. That's right. And don't forget, uh, you know, sitting around that fire, having a chilled convo with mates and eating some of Jarrah's freshly slain deer carcass. <laughs> it's going to be great. A few flashes of the boobs here and there. Well, I think that's uh, definitely on the cards at some point. <laughs> I'll be flashing you my nipples. Know. Don't know about uh, you. Oh, well, Pauline, look, we can't wait to see you down there. And I know that so many of our listeners have really appreciated, you know, the time that you've uh, donated or generously handed over to this reprobate program over the years but uh yeah i I know that so many people are going to be so stoked to see you and um we're absolutely thrilled you're coming down well it's good i've got some girls coming i don't know how many you guys have got but um we've told a few people up here yeah well we definitely that's what we definitely want as many women who can come as possible because that's what this is all about it's not like a men's thing it's a completely it's about feeling good yeah and feeling better and How's that's something everyone can relate so to. Yeah, well, I think we'll uh, we'll get to where we want to get to, which is probably around 250. I think that's like right. the absolute max that we can sort of squeeze in that zone. And um, yeah, yeah, I th- we'll, I hope we'll that smash that. Stormfront doesn't come that they're saying it's coming. I know. It's, we just got to watch that. A big part of this is actually connecting men with feminine energy or more feminine energy. So, uh, yeah. and that's healthy, man. Like that, that fucking turned up. Machismo culture is such horseshit. I was the fucking poster boy for it as a teenager, and it just made me and uh, most of the people I know very sick. So, um, you know, the. I know that new generation's awesome. Like, I had a kid come here the other day who was like looking at me with puppy dog eyes and asking for an autograph, and I was kind of taken back by it a little bit. I'm just still not used to boys being so cool with women surfers. Yeah, mate. And, and you know what? My own Remember that thing? night we were in uh, Bondi, Pauline, and uh, like I watched people's. I watched their minds change that night in front of my own eyes as you were speaking. Like I watched these yeah. kids in the front row understand who you were, hear your stories and instantly understand how tough and how, you know, how much respect they had for you just right there in that room. And it was amazing yeah, watching yeah. them all, you know, just pester you for hours afterwards for photos and, and autographs and just wanting to connect with you, you know? Yeah. Fantastic, uh, Yeah, it's so nice. So well, nice. Like I said, I feel like I've won the world title still and I'm still going. 
That's right. More connection. Come on down to Swellness and connect with some of the all-time greats, the GOATs, the 93 Women's World Champion, Scum Valley's finest herself, Pauline Mentor. It's going to be amazing. G'day, mate. Hey, guess what? Uh, you're on the podcast right now. We're um, we're talking about Swellness Weekend, and uh, little bird told me you're coming. You're coming down to Creso. You're coming to Dungarty Country to take part. That's right. You bet. Well, this is uh, awesome, Dad, because um, you know a lot of the Swellians feel like they are connected with your story. Last time you were on the the potty, so they'll probably be excited to meet you in the flesh, but. Well, what are you going to bring to the uh, the Swellness Weekend, Dad? What sort of knowledge or plant-based medicines or uh, other goodies can you uh, share with with the crew who are coming to better their lives in wholesome ways? I've got a couple of little things I could share, that's for sure. <laughs> I've got a couple of little things I could share, but um, uh, another thing I was going to bring was a big box of um, brain food mushies from Jardy, the mushroom grower. Oh, that's a sick idea. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, for legal <laughs> reasons, I won't ask what kind of mushrooms they are, but uh, let's just assume that they're good, good for the lemon spread. It's your old mate Smithy here, by the way, Alfie. G'day, mate. G'day. G'day, mate. <laughs> so good to hear your voice. Oh, likewise, brother. Likewise. I was just thinking uh, as you were talking... What a storied life you've led, you know, from working in the abattoir to fund your way all the way around the world to South Africa and living under a piece of plastic sheeting, dosing on orange sunshine acid and surfing, pumping J-Bay on a pintail to get <laughs> locked up in some fuckwit French prison for smuggling 9,000 tabs under your eyelids. It's, it's been quite the journey. <laughs> and that was just the start of it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, I think what set the... Uh, what set it all up for me was uh, shoveling hot offal at the abattoirs for six months. Oh, yeah. That'll do that was anyone. a river job. And, and then uh, the Vietnam War was a fair deterrent to uh, lock into what society had to offer? I, I probably should have just gotten conscripted because on a bad day, you know, I could probably win a war on my own, I reckon. <laughs> Let's not forget um, that dog, Nixon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys doing a podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, you're on it. And um, I, I just wanted to know, Dad, like, you know, you've always lived a, a, a really healthy lifestyle out there. You know, uh, society, its rules, its regulations, they don't really apply to uh, life on the farm. Uh, and, and that's really given you the opportunity to live fairly stress-free. Mm, eat, pray, cone. Mm. Oh, hey, there's plenty of stress around here, mate. Yeah. But, I mean, so at the Swellness um, Weekend, Dad, the summit, we've got Tom Carroll doing um, guided meditations. We've got Brad Gerlach doing wave key, his martial arts surf philosophy slash practice. We've got Dingo Morrison and... uh, Jody uh, Cooper. Jody Cooper sharing stories about resilience and and, uh, getting through tough times. We've got Asher Pacey doing... 
crystal knowledge. We've got uh, Jarrett Hutton gutting a live deer and cutting it up and showing people how to hunt, kill, preserve their own meat. It'll be just like being back in the abattoir shoveling awful Alfie. Yeah, be great. Uh, well, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of swelling from the swellness. That's right. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but uh, you know, I don't want to really go banging on about too much with all that on offer, but I do have a couple of little things to share. Great, Dad. Looking for, what are you yeah. looking forward to checking out amongst all that? There's Ecstatic Dance, of course. There's Ice Baths, Wim Hof. We've got, all, we've got so much good stuff going on. Well, what are you kind of keen to? It'll be hard to, if I've got to choose, but every bit of it I'll be looking forward to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can do it all. Hey, um, hey, you know who else is coming down? My um, me dear organic bowing uh, my, uh, neighbour, Tom. Ah, oh, wicked. Tom's coming down too. He, he'd have some great stuff to share as well. Well, but, he'd be uh, uh, good to bend the ear for uh, permaculture advice, right? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. But he'd be, he's probably a bit shy, but you never do know, mate. No, well, this is uh, the whole point of the weekend, Dad. Share the wisdom. Share yeah. the love. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, a- anyway, uh, yeah, I can get on for a second before I start boring everybody and uh, and share a couple of real... Little gems for old blokes. There are going to be plenty of old swellians there. I reckon there'll be a few. I actually just got uh, heard a rumour that Shane Stedman might even pop in. Born oh and bred, in Crescent Head, uh, Dungutty, like, you know, old schooler. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he might be turning up. So that'd be that'd be a treat in itself. He is the master of good vibes. Will he be wearing his Ugg boots? <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Big time. Even in the middle of summer. The depths of summer, he's just repping the filthiest tinier, old Shane O'Steadman. A madman. Uh, he's an absolute cracker. You and Asher uh, Pacey have become uh, pretty tight over the last sort of two and a half years in particular. Uh, spending time with Ash is always a bit of fun, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, mate. What a, what a dude. Fair dinkum. Yeah. Nah, it's a good, what a dude. It's a hey, good collection um, of crew, Dad. We're just stoked that you're coming along. Yeah, yeah, me too, mate. I, now, listen, what have I got? What, what should I bring in the camping department? Because look, I um, I said to Missy, uh, so darling, you, you know, you're going to come, and she went, oh well, we'd have to get a cabin. Mm. Well, you still got and that I plastic got... sheet from J Bay. I think that should do the job, shouldn't it? Oh, yeah, I mean, all I need is a sand dune and a bit of plastic for sure, Ted. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, Missy just immediately on mentioning it just threw a spanner in the works straight away. Yeah. Uh, we've yeah. got to get a cabin. I, went, I, I don't want to get a cabin. Mm. Needless to say, a truck full of shit to make her work weekend good. But so she just brushed it in the end. She could see uh, that the black cloud was starting to form and uh, she just brushed it in the end. And um, yeah, she's going to pop in for a day maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Just a well, day visit. That'll work. All right, Dad. Well, yeah. I just I'll send you just to answer your question. Um, anyone who has any questions about what they need to bring, what's on hand, uh, the timetables, all that stuff, there will be a downloadable PDF on our website, theswellians dot com. So you can get on oh, there. Okay. Check it out. That'll answer all your questions. And um, it, yeah, it's basically kind of. It'll have every bit of information you need, you know, um, from, you know, 
what food will be available to sort of what boards you can ride at the board demo to who's talking when and, and what workshops are happening and the bands and the whole thing. But it's going to be fun, Well, Dad. now, mate, one very important thing that I hope you boys have thought of is getting somebody with a coffee cart down there. Oh, you need a bean freak. It would be an absolute uh, disaster if we didn't have someone to pep us up in the morning. Definitely being talked about at length. Yeah, look, there must be some uh, some budding entrepreneur out there somewhere that goes, oh, you're kidding. Mm. What a chance to make a squillion dollars out of a bunch of coffee addicts. Don't um, We'll have a bean freak. We'll have a coffee cunt there serving <laughs> us up the hot brew in the morning. Don't worry about it. Oh, honestly, it, it really would be a good one, though. It, it, it's almost a necessity when you get right No, down, I agree. Right? Camping, can't camp, can't camp without the bean. No yeah. chance. Somebody, got to be somebody around Creso and who'd, uh, who'd be into it. Yeah, I will find them. We'll find them. Yeah. They'll be there. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, that's me. I'm. I, that's, that's all I care about. Welcome back to the Swellians. Ain't that swell? The Swellian Queen, OG. Woo! Now, oh my God, in the house. How you going? We're great. How are you going? That's good. Yeah, excellent. Heard you've yeah, been uh, doing backbreaking labour. Oh, fuck. I'm too old for that shit. Back <laughs> is fucking hating me. Oh, mate, surely you've earned your place in the pantheon of the gods. Why are you picking up pace? I don't I know, I know, I know. I swear to God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. That's but, good. yeah, there's still a couple of those days in me because, you know, my problem is I can't say no to people. Really? You know, because, yeah, they, oh, please help me. Yeah, 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 all right. And then I do it and I'm going, what the fuck did I say yes to this yep. for? Yeah. Anyway. So no, I, I do have a couple of uh, couple of pavers I need replaced in the front yard. If you're uh, not doing anything, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not, I'm <laughs> I'm cashed, I've cashed it all in, mate. Oh, it's all mate. Done, yeah, done well, and dusted. You're too late. Uh, me and Smithy are just sitting here in the doom room, just uh, far out. We're stoked you're coming to the Swellness weekend. Oh right, yeah, we sure. cannot wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um. Far, I mean, it's a far cry from you know way back in the days. How many how many swellness events did you go to when you were uh, in your prime on tour? Do you reckon? Oh, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? Exactly, how many exactly, mate. No, no, not how many events. <laughs> like how many like mental health sort of gatherings oh, or uh, you know s- spiritually no. expanding or or physically sort no. of beneficial? Not really? Any of that? Oh well, you know, a bit of doofing on the dance floor. Oh, that's that's about it. It, mate. Yeah, done plenty of that. Freaking yeah. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> what what do you think an event like this is important, Jody? Um, well, it's important for everybody, isn't it? It's always important to initiate things for people's well being. It's all important to gather as a group of like minded people. And it's important for people to, you know, maybe some people don't 
need a little bit of encouragement, you know what I mean, to sort of go along to these sorts of things to entice him to fun shit, mm. you know? That's right, yeah. You, well, there'll be some health and well-being tips, but there's also going to be a lot of fun shit, born. Plenty of fun shit. Mm. Yeah, one, yeah. Thing, uh, one thing that I, I really believe uh, we haven't really talked about, Smivy, uh, in, in sort of terms of what we've got going on during the weekend is that there's a lot of room for play. A lot yeah, of room yeah, for like yeah. letting, you know, that yes, there will be a lot of beneficial stuff, but it's fun to do, man. And it's mm. more fun yeah. with like-minded people. And yeah. I don't know, Jades, I guess what I was sort of alluding to before was, you know, when you were on tour and it was, yeah. you know, we know your story. We know that uh, yeah, yeah, the women's yeah, tour yeah. in particular was just, fuck, it was fight, fight, fight every day yeah, for just yeah. the smallest bit of credit, the tiniest bit of prize money, fucking even yeah. get a room. Like, you know, did you feel like you had a, a good community when you were doing your tour and when you were doing your um, work? Like, did you have people you could, like, just fall in with and feel comfortable and safe? Oh, with? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's inevitable because that's human nature, you know what I mean? You've got to have that. You know, humans need that, otherwise you just rot and die, you know what I mean? So definitely you sort of learn how to seek it out, but, you know, it was more of a you tend to ha- hang in little packs kind of thing, like small mm. groups to get to get that kind of buzz, you know what I mean? And especially it wasn't really, uh, you know, it wasn't like it is today, like the girls on the tour and stuff and all the guys, they just sort of hang out and party together and have a good old time, you know what I mean? So, which is really good. It's so much more open, Mate, which, I is, think that's, which is awesome. I think that's as recent as last year, believe it or not. Like I've seen yeah, it happen probably, here yeah. and there, here and there, but yeah. – when COVID and the Challenger Series crew all, all found themselves yeah. travelling together, and I think yeah. it was also on the back of the Olympic teams doing a lot of training together. So yeah. that was yeah. the first time in my living memory. Did, did you ever do that? Did you ever actually be invited into sort of, I don't know, the training Not, rituals? You, you of know the, what? You know the, the first guy that you know the first guy that did that, that invited like, – oh, sorry, I cut you off, so I've already missed what you were talking about. But um, you know the first guy to sort of in- – uh, bring us into the loop was um, was Martin Potter. He mm. was really cool. Like I remember when he won his first world title and we were partying with him, me and Paul, eh? And he was like super cool. Like, yeah, we were all dancing in some nightclub in France somewhere. And But he was like one of the first guys that kind of – and BL was always really good too, you know what I mean? He always included include, include us into any sort of functions and fun stuff. He wasn't elitist or mm. he wasn't, you know, anything like that, those boys. So – even when Potts, because, you know, he was like the biggest thing since lost bread when he won world title. And, um, I mean, everyone is when they win a world title, isn't it? But he was like the, but he was just like the coolest dude also, you know what I mean? And um, he was totally cool about it. And he was always, he'd always make a special point of coming over to Pauline and I and make us feel comfortable and invite us to, you know, his things, which was really good. But, you know, that was pretty rare. Mm. And it's, it's such a big, it's such a big boost, isn't it, when uh, a high-profile athlete comes over and, and just checks in on you? And yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. and, and that that's a big part of why we're doing this. You know, we're, we're bringing people together. Um, some of whom will, you know, they won't even be able to afford tickets. We're, we're giving you know tickets to to poor and, and disenfranchised people to get them along and, and just have yeah. them sharing space with heavy hitters from surfing. Yeah. Um, in a bid to just lift their spirits and we're all going to do the work together and just create this big pool of positive energy um, just for exactly that reason, Jody, It just yeah. makes little gestures like that can make such a big difference to people's lives. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. That's good. And, and I think, you know, like 
insightfulness is also a really powerful thing and and laughter you know what I mean it's you know and you know, and I, I'm hoping there'll be a fair bit of that going on at this thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't see why not. There'll be, be plenty surprised. of shenanigans with us at the helm. Don't <laughs> about that. Now, are you bringing your glow sticks, your face paint, uh, just your whole doof kit? Well, I was just going to say, what's what's you know, <laughs> what is the kind of like the vibe? Like, what should I be? Should I be bringing my fucking glow sticks, or should I bring my? I don't know what, what sort of sticks I should be bringing. Yeah, a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. Uh, there'll be some doofing. Don't worry about that. There'll also be some uh, reggae and some uh, classic Aussie rock and uh, some ecstatic dance and cacao ceremonies and indigenous dance. It's going to be all oh, sorts you, of shenanigans. You see, mm. you beauty. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring a little box of tricks. I reckon that's always the go, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a little uh, box of party supplies. Always welcome. Uh, you know, people often ask me, Jody, they go, you know, who are your favorite guests that you've had on the podcast? And mm. um, it's an easy, easy question to answer for me. It's all, I always say it, any Aussie female pro from the nineties, eighties, nineties, it's a no brainer. Uh, you know, yourself, Pauline, Pam, yeah. Lane, uh, for me, like your generation of professional surfing just epitomized Everything I adore about uh, Australian sporting champions, you know, grit, resilience, uh, you know, really blue collar. You, you had to dig deep. There was no money on the table. You know, you left a salmon cannery, packed your Datsun up and just headed <laughs> east with a little dream and a rucksack on your back and uh, you made it happen. Uh, I guess my question is, you know, what advice will you be looking to impart on the uh, generation of, of women below you? Um, I think the key thing is be yourself, you know what I mean, and don't form formulate into a formula. You know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I think that's one of my biggest advices is be, you know, be strong enough to stand up for who you want to be, and don't be scared to, you know, look like or be someone outside of the box. You know, um, I, I love it when I see, you know, you can sometimes see in, in this modern era some real individual characters, you know, and they. You think, oh, thank God for that because it makes it exciting. Otherwise, we're just looking at the same thing, the same formula, you know, and everyone conforms into this, you know, I better be good because, you know, don't want to upset the apple cart and I'll, I'll keep my hair looking a certain way because I've, I've all, you know, I, I like people that just go a little bit. You don't have to be like that, but, if you know, I, I just hope people, you know, stick to their true sense of who they want to be. Jeez, I love that. Yeah, and that really transcends surfing. You know, I was just picturing in my head how much um, a young female surfer will get from from sharing space and copying some words of encouragement from you. But also, uh, women for of any age and any level of surfing, and and men too. I think just yeah. th- those messages are just so universal. Um, just about believing in yourself. You know, as long as you're a good person and you're not hurting anyone else, like fuck, have a crack. You know. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, you know, and it's just, you know, having that inner strength and courage within yourself to, you know, manifest it and just make it happen, you know, and not crumble. And, mate, this is a surf trip, first and foremost. We're all taking boards down. Like, we're going surfing. We're going to be shredding the nah, man. I just, uh, (laughs) what's, uh, what are you riding? When when was your last little uh, sojourn up or down the coast? Mate, I have the best array of surfboards. I've I've never had that many. I've never had so many good surfboards in my life. It's so good. So I've got um, <clears throat> I've been obviously like everyone, been riding twin fins. 
Um, I've got a bunch of twin fins from our performance twinnies from um, so this guy who shapes up here who's amazing. His name's Scotty James. Mm-hmm. Um, he is sensational. And then um, I've got a couple of Mayhems, which I absolutely adore too. You know, the um, uh, the V Rocket 3, oh. which is – I mean, they like a rocket too. So I've got a real good – and then I've got a couple of – Mid-range twin fins, you know, like six foot four. Because I, I normally ride something around five five. So for me, a six two six four, that's a big board. So I've got a couple of really nice. You, you've um, got it covered. Whatever, whatever. I breaks, have, mate. You're good to go. I know. I, I know. I, I sit there going, any, many, many, mo, freaking, which one is going to go? You know, it's just like. Whew, yeah. It's hard choosing which one to chuck in the car. Well, so I end up usually <laughs> chucking them all. I was wondering. Um, We've got uh, Tom Carroll and Dean Morrison coming. Uh, they're going to yep. be sharing the wisdom, sharing their experiences, yep. and no yep. doubt sharing waves. They're two of the best wave sharers <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, on Tom Carroll. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Have you, have you got a few scores to settle there? Are we going to see a, a classic little uh, battle of the titans when you and Tommy paddle out? Maybe. Maybe I'll be able to get... Some bit of payback, mate. Yeah. A bit of payback. Don't fall for that meditation vibe, mate. He's out there with just <laughs> yeah, as much froth exactly. going on as always. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was no surfing worries, uh, I know. temples at Ulu's with him and Jim Banks. Uh, not this year, maybe. Just, maybe it was pre-COVID even, but yeah, <laughs> mate, it was classic. It was like eight to ten foot, big, you know, pretty wow, beefy waves, yeah, and Jim yeah, was just yeah. in the spot paddling for this one, and Tommy just cooked him old school, and Jim paddled oh, out just going, oh my God, I can't believe that's still happening. That's all time. Well, you know what? You know what do they say? It's, I don't know what I was going to say, but you know, it's like an old dog. You know, they just can't teach him new tricks. Maybe you <laughs> no, know that's I mean? the whole point, mate. Uh, we'll, he's we'll an old dog, all right, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, look, we can't wait to have you down. Is there anything in particular that you're kind of looking forward to that you're going to sort of uh, try out for the first time? We've got the Wim Hof experience, the ice oh, bars. I want to. I want to look at the. Um, aren't you got you're chopping up a deer or something like that? I'm. I'm into mm. that. But, it wasn't something like that happening. Yeah, oh, Jared Tutton with his uh, freshly killed venison from the hills of, uh, I don't know, west of Kyogle or something. But Yeah, yeah be... I don't know. I'm interested in something different that I, I, I probably wouldn't look at. You know what I mean? And I don't know. You know, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the to some of the good vibes and stuff like that. I, I don't know about the Wim Hof thing. I hate cold. Mm, we all so hate hard. it. But uh, that, that's oh, the point, mate. kind of. Yeah. Oh, mate, I we'll, know. We'll, 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 I, we might have to make you do that one, Jodes. Oh, you might have to. That's going to be a full, like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was brought up in Western Australia, as you know, and we used to have to have – and I'm from the one of the coldest parts in Western Australia, the most southern part of Western Australia. And and they used to make us do swimming lessons down there in the ocean. And it was just like from a young kid, oh, I freaking hate being cold because mm. you'd be freezing to death, your teeth would be chattering, your lips would be purple and – they'd still make you stay out for an hour doing these stupid swimming lessons. So I'll be like, I've had a fear of the cold ever since then, I think. Yeah. Well, maybe you can just stick to uh, cutting the rug and, and cutting the uh, cutting the Jeez. venison up. Looking well. at the looking oh. at the names on the list, there you know TC, Gurr, uh, Pauline, Jody. It's going to look like some kind of a post-event celebration at Dick Sandbar, Hossiger <laughs> Circa, nineteen eighty nine, rock food, yeah. rock food hey, at I'm its prime. I'm pretty keen to see what Gurr's got to say. He's always a bit of a funny chap and he's always been a little bit, you know, left or right wing, depending on which direction he's looking on the day. So, you know, <laughs> it'd be 
It'd be good to see what he's got to say. You know, it'd be interesting, mm. you know. And what about Paulina, your old mate? You know, like two of the stars from Girls Can't Surf and, and two of the stars from, you know, a golden age of women's yep. professional surfing in the, uh, you know, in the grit stakes anyway. Yeah. Yeah, she's coming down. You know that. Yeah, she's so she's coming down. So that's going to be fun because she's always a barrel laugh. She's poke a stick at her and she gets she gets going still these days. That's good. <laughs> Bring a couple oh, of sticks a... to poke Pauline with, are you, Jody? <laughs> what was that, mate? Bring a couple of sticks to uh, poke Pauline with. Yeah, exactly, mate. Get it going. But she's yeah, she be she'll be great about it yeah, for sure. Looking forward to having a good time down there and sharing away with Paul. She doesn't mind sharing waves too. Classic. Yeah, mate. Well, look, um, you know, like Smithy said, you're always a pleasure to have on. And uh, oh, I thanks, know that guys. so many Swellians are going to be just jumping out of their skin to uh, meet oh, you in cool. the flesh and share some time with you in, in Crescent Head. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to it too. So I'll see you soon. See you there, Jody. See you, thanks for the time. You. Hey, Chad. How are you going? Welcome to. How's it going? Uh, I'm good. Welcome to the Ain't That Swell podcast. You're live. Well, not exactly live, but uh, kind of live. Am I live? Oh, wow. Okay. Live-ish. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Wow. Didn't didn't realize that. I'm actually in Aldi. All oh, right. Wow. <laughs> of all places. Yeah. <laughs> the great spiritual epicenter of the universe. Yeah, we can get some good deals on our cacao here. <laughs> Getting right. some some goji, some cacao nibs. Loading up on cacao yeah. for the inaugural Swellness Summit. Uh, talk us through the cacao <laughs> protocol you're going to be delivering for us. So I don't know what you guys know about cacao. Like usually people in the West eat it like chocolate. Uh, but cacao has a very ancient history, uh, very spiritual history, used by the Aztecs, the Mazatecs. And what we do is we put it in a big pot. So the best cacao is when you get like a big block of it and uh, it's really dense stuff. Um, it's full of minerals and, and good stuff and it's not been processed. And so you, you scrape it into a bit of a powder, you, you boil it up, you add some spices. And whilst you're doing that, this, you, you really put your intentions and all your love into this beautiful mixture, this elixir. And, yeah, we usually come together in a circle and... Scholarship! We, oh, we do it very, very ceremoniously. Mm. And, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful little ritual. Um, yeah. And then we, we get into the energy and it's very revitalizing and rejuvenating and gives you a lot of mental clarity and opens up your heart and also gives you, you get very high on the stuff. People dance like mad. Actually, it does have a bit of a dark past. Um, the Aztecs would often give it to people that they're about to sacrifice and they would give them um, a huge amount of cacao 
until they're really, really dancing ecstatically. And then at that point of um, them peeking on this cacao, they would they would kill them. They would sacrifice them, cut their throats or take out their hearts. So that's a bit of a darker thing, but that's it's all about reaching well, that uh, uh, ecstatic I mean, state. Are we, uh, <laughs> I hope you're not planning any of that at the Swellness Summit. Oh, no, no. But maybe we can release some demons. We can release mm, a lot of things. I like that, yeah. yeah. And I understand um, the Mayans had a bit of a penchant for cacao when consumed with magic mushrooms. As the sun was rising, they would dip the magic mushrooms in honey, oh, yeah. eat the mushrooms and uh, play drums and engage in ecstatic dance and get jacked on cacao and just fizz their fucking scones off the mad men and women. Oh, yeah. So mushrooms and cacao, the merging of these two medicines is, wow, they just love each other. They go so well to, with each other. Um, it can be very energizing and, yeah, just an incredible mix. Yeah. I, I love to make um, little cacao mushroom pots that you use to microdose. Mm. And this can be very convenient because it's um, very portable. It looks like Nutella because you blend the mushrooms very finely and you have this really delicious way to take it um, and it's very discreet. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking genius. can't believe <laughs> I haven't tapped into that. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the recipe one day. Oh, please. <laughs> and uh, now tell us, you had a really interesting period during COVID. I understand you were stuck in uh, India in the north there, Rishikesh or something for that whole period, which has uh, informed your... Uh, understanding of uh, healing and, and, and teaching healing methods. Can you tell us a, a bit about that period? Yeah, so this was a... <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been through quite quite a few chapters since leaving Sydney again. Um, yeah, I got stuck there. I was doing a yoga teacher training course, and at the end of it, all these people were freaking out about COVID. I thought it was a passing thing. And then suddenly all the flights were down. It was proper lockdown. Um, I missed the last flight back to Australia and yeah, but then I realized I was in an amazing place. I was in, in a beach, South Goa, amazing little uh, retreat away from the chaos of the world. And I was very lucky to find accommodation because everybody suddenly got the creeps about foreigners and I was thrown out of this ashram because the owner was worried that I, I had the virus. And so I was a bit lost, but then luckily I, I found this friend in the street. It's a, this old Italian hippie in his 70s, and he, he was like, oh, I, I know a place you can stay. And I ended up play, staying this place called the Cozy Nook in Pelham Beach, and really lovely Osho devotee uh, runs this place, and he welcomed me, and I had this beautiful beach hut <laughs> right in between a beach and a lagoon, and... I, I just laid low there during most of uh, these bigger lockdowns. And then eventually I went up north to North Go and I, I was immersed in all these different healing modalities. I met incredible teachers. Um, yeah, I was really lucky. And then I did the whole, whole hippie trail, Rishikesh, Damshala, all around the Himalayan mountains. So, yeah, a lot, a lot <laughs> went on there. Iconic journey. And, what a pilgrimage. Yeah, and I, I was working a lot with um, mushrooms. So I was – and I actually I had no money as well, so I had to be quite creative in, in uh, 
doing things. So I ended up teaching a lot of things, doing workshops, uh, doing medicine circles, singing circles, all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, that's so I'm sick. Hoping, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to have you at the Swell on a Summit and just dipping into the, the knowledge that you've accumulated. And you're also a DJ. What sort of, uh, what's your tastes? Like, what, what, what can we expect from the great DJ Bhakti Baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I really like a diversity of music. I, I like to keep uh, things interesting, keep feeling stimulated, not get stuck into one one sort of genre or niche and keep it flowing. Um, so usually I start pretty pretty soft and just let people fall into the space, come into their body. Like ecstatic dance is really, it's a moving meditation. So it's really about completely forgetting the exterior world and feeling inside and expressing that. Um, and then so we can go to Africa, we can go to Asia, we can go, we can go do Afrobeat, we can have some jazz in there, we can have some trance, we can have some side trance, we can have all sorts of things. So I like to really keep it moving. And yeah, I love some tribal stuff. I love, I love it all. Oh, um, me too, Emo. Me too, Bhakti baby. I love it. Yeah. All. I want it all. I want to just sip on the nectar of life and let the juices drip down my chin. And that's what I oh, plan to yeah. do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this festival. So it goes for four days. Yeah. Uh, goes... Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, okay. two and a half, really. Yeah. We winded up on the Sunday afternoon, but uh, oh, the Friday night with that little world journey that you just mentioned is just... Saturday. I think DJ Bucky Baby's oh, it. even better. Saturday evening, just uh, yeah, a little trip around the world, a little trips to see. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so happy! I can't wait to to be of service and have some. Yeah, I have so much to offer. Um, yeah, I've had quite a culture shock coming back to Sydney. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to immersing myself in community and, yeah, having this beautiful dance, meeting some beautiful people. So this is like a surf culture festival, people that are really interested in connecting with with the land and the, the waves and the elements. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get into the element of water because you guys are so – you're such a water babies. Yeah, such I mean, you too grew up in right? the eastern suburbs. You are, you know. Oh, yeah. You grew up in Kui of a, a couple of coneheads packing it for the Vishnu. <laughs> yeah, maybe not as fearless as you guys, though. I don't know. Surfing uh, uh, <laughs> scares me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, mate. I, uh, look, hero doses of mushrooms scares me, but, you know, I guess each to their own, and you're, you're a professional at one <laughs> of them, and uh, I'm a, you know, a shit one at the other bit. Emo. <laughs> Uh, mate, thanks for joining us, and uh, we're going to immerse ourselves in more swellness while you immerse yourself in the Audi checkout. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Wow, thank you, guys. Oh, thanks so much. Pleasure. Have a beautiful day. Look forward to seeing you guys. Can't wait. Yeah, see ya. Bye. <laughs> see you, mate. Shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans. 
high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head. Because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit presented by Greenlight is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening and their transference of wisdom from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with a three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jodie Cooper and Pauline Mensah. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. I'm telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand, live bands absolutely shredding, DJs kicking us into the night, fucking oath there will be dancing and a good old-fashioned send because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. The inaugural Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat. Pray. Cone.